0: it is. you are now tuned into episode 98 of not politically correct you know when you hear my voice first that motherfucker TS is on a fucking adventure somewhere in the gulf this of mexico
1: this should have been the boy band one 98 <laughs>
0: degrees <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, it's your boy RumaCore, aka mr what to do aka Young Splash god aka Note cap charlie aka doped up danny aka smooth job johnny aka fbi mike AKA Hip Hop Harry, AKA Hallway Jones, because your bitch might make me her ringtone. And you can find me at uh, Rumacoy Rebel, that's Snapchat, and then on Twitter, which I'm at all the time, at Rumacoy KPZ. Cody?
1: Yo, it's your boy, Cody, AKA C Dizzle. What's going down, Russell? That's my TS impression. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See Dizzo. <laughs> you know <why> I'm short. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know my banjo's broken. You know it's not tuned. Look at that. anybody got a spare humidifier? <laughs>
2: Speaking of it, no, um, Rust the <laughs> barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. Kid Universal, a.k.a. The Progenitor, a.k.a. School Wars Q, a.k.a. Rust the Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like you fell out a window or something. funny, <laughs> <laughs> I'm closing <laughs> <Glad. laughs> uh, <laughs> Help me! You can you can oh, find you me you on me. the chatty as <laughs> <subscribe. laughs> That's that is Snapchat is and um IG can C A N D I D underscore C U P I D I T I M. Idiots! 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 <laughs> All
0: those great things, man! You gotta love it! You gotta love it! Just so you guys know, we are uh, always also on Facebook, and you can join our Facebook group at Not Publicly Correct Podcast uh, just to stay abreast on the topics and things of that nature that are going on in our life. <laughs> Um, you can also like our uh, page, the NPC Podcast page. That's good for numbers and like, you know, things of that nature on the internet. And then we are on Twitter at NotPC Podcast, of course. And then anything that you can listen to stuff on from SoundCloud to the podcast apps, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, any of that shit. Go ahead and type in Not Politically Correct Podcast. And you can listen to us, you can like us, you can rate us, you can comment, all that good shit. We just want to have the feedback from y'all. We want to make sure y'all really getting active with your boys. You feel what I'm talking about? So Yes. on, <laughs> on that Correct. note. All right. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Uh, affirmative. Um on that note, I'd like to hand it over to my man Cody for speaker clever. <laughs> 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 it's funny because <laughs> Saying it like that it sounds is. like a fucking like eighties like, uh, <laughs> you know like when the um the bears and shit speaking of sports had did that little like the rap song the whatever Super Bowl Shuffle? like whatever the fuck they were like in the locker rooms rapping and shit like that's what that Super sounded like it was that's what it's called Super Bowl Shuffle yeah yeah
1: well, the eighty five Bears
0: yeah like that's what it sounded like it sounded like I was like doing the looking me were, like, knowing about sports in. all of a sudden so yeah look that was a good that was a really good transition <laughs> for you Cody because you. We're talking talking
1: about the Chicago Exactly, here. they did a rap song. Speaking of music,
2: start <laughs> 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 <We're moving around. laughs>
1: He's like, I'm sick of this shit. Hey, speaking of me, speaking sick of shit.
2: Hey, Russell ex- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, that's really <laughs> fucked up. No, yes, right. exactly. <laughs> 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 and that's episode ninety three. Wait a
2: second. We <laughs> 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 went back in time. Right. exactly. <laughs>
0: We went so fast, we went back in time. What time of fucking time warp are we in?
1: Can't put down my DeLorean keys. will back away. All right. So y'all remember, speaking of back in time, Grant Hill. <laughs> yes, that guy. He, uh, <laughs> Former Duke and NBA star Grant Hill to replace retiring Jerry... If we were in person, I would pass my phone to Russell to pronounce this last name. I'm going to say Calangelo, Calangelo, I don't know. Miko, uh, Miko. Same. Still can't believe it's not butter. Is men's team managing director after Tokyo Olympics. I'm just going through. I, I did not feel like sitting down with my notebook this morning to collect my notes. So, uh, sorry. My bad. Um.
2: his name Jerry.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. C-O-R-I. No, the last name though, C-O-L-A-N-G-E-L-O.
2: Yeah, come
1: Yeah, that's yeah, exactly this.
2: Yeah, yeah My right, future code.
1: I... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I thought you were saying that. Yeah, you got it. It's Jerry. Good job, Bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, the NCAA men's basketball. Um, was Baylor beat the undefeated Gonzaga?
2: Really. Hmm. Wow.
1: Yes, okay. really. Okay, okay. Um, Drew Holiday, the newest member of the mm-hmm. Bucks that we got recently in the trade, mm-hmm. agrees to a four. Bitch, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're trying to mm-hmm your politics right into my segment. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't, I was
0: about that. Like, like
1: agrees they all... to a four-year extension. Yes, I know that's exactly like how long a presidential term is. Get over the politics, <laughs> for the Bucks. <laughs> That's worth up to $160 million. And he deserves it, I feel like. No? I I did watch him play. I was, like, interested but hesitant, like, on the fence, didn't know how I felt about him being a team and getting that much money, especially with, I want to say his age. He's not, like, old, old, but, you know. Um, And I feel like, you know, old enough to party. Um, (laughs) That's (laughs) not very old at all. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's pro- he's proven. I feel like in that, um, I don't know. What do you say? Bit, like twenty-eight minutes I watched. Yeah, you know that's sufficient enough to say that he's worth that much money because credentials. <laughs> 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 um, we talked about Aaron Rodgers doing the Jeopardy thing, right? Yeah, I think so.
0: Yes, but did we talk about there? So there's uh rumors that Aaron Rodgers, um, the Packers are in. These are just rumors. These are just rumors. But there's a rumor going around that the Packers are in trade talks with the Patriots for Aaron Rodgers.
1: I feel like I heard that last year and the year before. This is NPC, where I don't give a shit about rumors unless that something actually happens. Then we will say that it's news. (laughs) Uh, China warns Olympic boycott, even though they did say that uh, kneeling and raising your fist was okay to do, so I'm confused. Um, wait,
0: China. Wait, China wants to boycott the Olympics if we if black. People. No, China
1: warns against Olympic boycott. Uh, foreign Ministry rejects accusations of human rights abuses. Warns of quote robust Chinese response to potential twenty twenty two boycott.
0: Ah, oh, okay, okay. I didn't know we were um boycotting them
1: for twenty twenty. I, I don't think we. I think there's a lot of miscommunication, and it I, doesn't make any sense to me, but, you know, butthurt and stuff. Um, gunman who killed five people in South Carolina was former NFL player Philip Adams, who killed himself earlier Thursday. Why did I sound like that was a celebratory thing? Wait, but... <laughs> what
0: What happened?
1: Okay, uh, I'll repeat it with a sadder tone. Gunman who killed five people in South Carolina was former NFL player Philip Adams, who killed himself early Thursday. What the fuck? Thursday wait, Thursday.
0: Wait, there was five people killed in South Carolina? Yeah. When did that happen?
1: Um I probably either Thursday or before Thursday because he killed himself on Thursday, it says. Right, okay. <laughs> so Let's see what else. Uh, oh, I got this cool notification. Joe Musgrove threw first no-hitter in the Padres' 53-season history in a 3-0 win against the Rangers.
0: Really? Okay. Oh, wow. Ooh. Shout out to Doug. Are they
1: still, oh, wow, Dave.
0: Are they still getting paid the proper or, like, boo-cool amounts of money in, in baseball? We talked about. I think we talked about this, actually.
1: Probably. Yeah. They don't have a salary cap,
0: which is weird. Because who's watching? who fuck? Who cares about baseball? Right? It, like white people. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. <clears throat> got it.
2: Spanish too, I believe. That's kind of like their 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 way to fame, like soccer and, and baseball.
0: A lot of a lot of Jose's. I feel it.
2: Speaking of white people, wizards. <laughs> Wait. Only white who can be wizards. That's my thing.
1: I've never seen a Puerto Rican wizard. I've never seen a wizard, to be honest, actually. He's like, Abracaladabra. No, okay. Um, <laughs> and there goes McCoy. Come
0: on, I this is for you. Seen, you
1: like Russ, right?
0: I've never seen a Puerto Rican wizard. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> <laughs> but funny I would know. imagine he
2: had a mole on his cheek. <laughs> Apparently, you haven't watched Harry Potter. I was going to say, jerk. wait, 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 wait. Puerto Rican wizard? Wait, wait, I have though Wait, also. here's yeah, the thing. Here's Puerto the Rican? Thing. There's Indians. There's, wait, oh, there there's was one thing. Indian
1: chick. Wait, yeah, there, was there was are. Pur-
2: Port- there is no Puerto Ricans. That's what no, I was. was wait, I'm wait, wait. Sit down wait. and
1: waste my weekend now.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. You do to see a little light skinned chick? I'm not going to see a Puerto
1: Rican wizard, and if I do, I will not be talking on the pod for the next three days because. I'll be salty. Um, <laughs> but, Russell Westbrook. It's fine. Is wait a minute. 21.8 points, 10.5 <laughs> yes. rebounds, and 10.6 assists. He's averaging a triple-double. Um, Let me go to ESPN and see what the Wizards record says. Can
0: I, wait. just ask myself. No,
1: you can't. You can't ask like, wait,
0: wait, Russell, because, look, I must base everything. <laughs> it's just so fucking sad. I base everything wizard based off <laughs> Harry Potter, <laughs> and I'm t- sad. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, because I'm like, here's the thing: I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't remember seeing no Puerto Rican wizard in that movie. And if if I didn't, it can't be no Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican wizards <laughs> like Harry Potter's the Dobby for wizards. I'm like, and I'm sitting here g- rolling through it like
2: Puerto no, he's, Rican. He's not that. I, don't, ass, I don't remember no Puerto Rican like in like the school, and that
0: mean, and, and if the Puerto Rican was not at Hogwarts, warts. Ain't no Puerto Rican wizard because all the wizards got to go to Hogwarts because Harry Potter is the end like, all be all. They're British, fuck? But
1: that doesn't shut up. I mean,
0: that's hilarious, dude. That's hilarious. So wait, it was so, a yeah, Puerto Rican. Wa- it was a Puerto Rican uh, abroad.
2: No, no, there wasn't. He's I believe it was a Puerto Rican silly. woman and a guy. There,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but <she> got up, <laughs> look at it, dog. He's just sleeping. I bro in abroad. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So the Washington Wizards are 19 and 32. So yeah, that's nifty that Russ is uh, averaging a triple double. But you know, again, yeah, look at the record. It's 1932. And, uh, yeah, I feel so bad for Russ. He's like, <laughs> I bet he's like, I'm getting all the rebounds. I'm getting all the points. Like, yeah, but they're, you're getting all the losses too. Like they're, we're, we're trying to play too, man. Pass me the ball. I'll pass me the run.
0: Do you think if he was less ball, I don't, I feel like he's not a ball hog, but do you think if he was less ball
1: hogish, he would, they would potentially be winning? Yes. Okay. So you, so you feel to potentially, I mean, but yes. And also like, potentially, I mean, it'd be interesting to see, but I feel like, you know, ball hog gains that padding. Okay. I feel like that has not gone away or like him trying to think like he's the team, which coincides with ball hog. Um, as we talked about the, uh, MLB all-star game moving out of Georgia, cause they suck and Georgia is not on our mind. Um, it is being moved to Coors Field in Denver.
0: Really? Okay. Shout out MLB, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's big, that for me, that's important that they, <coughs> that they do that type of stuff because it's like, you can't let motherfuckers that's own, you know, bullshit reap benefits and like, you know what I'm saying? Just be... I'm glad. I'm glad that.
1: And I just saw that they hit the mayor or something like that suggested uh, of Georgia for voting and stuff. Suggested, well, if you're going to wait in that line, um, just order a pizza. I'm like, what the fuck kind of resolution is that, you know? Right, right. It's so. There's
2: just minor things to just be inconvenient so people won't vote. Because mm. there's no reason for them to even pass anything of that degree regarding voting because it, it's not hurting anybody it's it's really just them being petty right Be- because in the last election people were being so um um i guess together on everything um to get that psychopath out of the office so yeah i mean choice weeks on i guess
1: and as we're sticking the baseball game, um, Detroit Tigers rookie uh, Akil Badu's career <laughs> <laughs> is off to a storybook start, quote-unquote. Um, Sunday, he homered on his first pitch he's ever seen. Monday, he hits a grand slam. Bless you. Bless you. One more. Come on. Okay. Uh, Tuesday, he oh, hits hi, a Eric. walk-off single. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hi, she's serious. Hi, she's
1: serious. <laughs> so, yeah, that's incredible. Like, if, I'd be so ecstatic if that was, like, the beginning of my professional career, you know?
2: Right. That's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of being ecstatic on professional careers... That, that, that... Uh, Speak up. Would you just <laughs> talk, McCoy? Speaking That's of pro, pro,
0: wait, speaking of professional careers, is that what you just said?
1: Yeah. Yes. That's your transition. Do you got a better one that you're gonna overwrite mine with, like you usually do, anyways? <laughs> wow. going to politics. Okay, so. <laughs> politics out
0: of these Speaking of politics, um. Politics is usually... like that one
2: comedian, Jiggy.
0: I do. <laughs> What's I that? For you? <laughs> Gilbert got. Uh,
2: no. Oh, what's his name? He's always like cast as a, a nerd, like a big nerd. It's, wait, like, I
0: wait, I know name. Ron Funches.
2: No, okay. Uh, I was want to say uh, good.
0: Don't, don't please don't tell me I sound like Ron Funches. The fuck?
2: I'm talking about Cody. I am talking about you. Okay. Oh, whew,
0: wonderful. Cody, you sound <laughs> like Ron Funches.
2: David Spade. <laughs> no, no, it's the one we say that Joe look like.
1: Oh shit, Joe, Louis C.K. No. No, <laughs> not, <laughs> not
0: <totally. laughs> hey, no bullshit. No <laughs> bullshit, dog. <though. laughs> nigga look like... <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit, dog. What the fuck going on? This nigga definitely look like dog. Pool these hands right By, now, nah, nigga, nah, damn.
2: Brian, Brian Posen. Brian Posen. Right.
1: Mm. You gotta look that up right now. Sorry, uh, listeners, that we
2: don't have... <laughs> Well, I
0: mean, nah, speaking of politics, politics have always weighed pretty heavily against black people.
1: Oh, and you know, that guy.
0: And you know somebody who's had a hard experience as a black man? <laughs> DMX. Hey, man, listen. I ain't going to throw my shit, man. I waited to get on the pod just just to, today. Just so last, last week, a week ago, we recorded a pod. And in the midst of recording a pod, T.S., who was not here, sent a, 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 a message t- to me. He said, DMX is in critical condition. This is last week's Saturday, okay? Um, I believe it was the third. And he sent this to me in the, in the middle of the pot. He was like, for the music segment, we should mention DMX. And we did mention DMX, okay? So six days later, DMX passed away. And it, you know... I know if y'all fuck with McCoy, y'all fuck with my character, y'all fuck with me as a person, whatever the fuck. You Are know you know talking I
1: mean? in third person? I'm sorry. I,
0: that was Cody, you guys. If you fuck with, you know, the shit I be on, you know, you know, you know, a couple things about me. You know, I don't fuck with celebrity deaths, right? Like y'all know that. Like Cody and Russell, y'all know that, right? Well, what, what do
1: celebrity? you mean by fuck with celebrity? So deaths?
0: I'm in the sense of I don't. You know, I, I withhold emotion when it comes to celebrities dying because we don't know them. You know what I'm saying?
1: We're not,
0: we're connected to their art, but
1: I, I feel like motherfuckers crying over, like motherfucking dying is really weird. You've we, you definitely know? expressed how people that have like celebrity freak out reaction, like oh my God, I can't believe I made it this Right. Yeah, they're i are like, like, that's weird. And I feel I'm like, like mo- yeah, they're totally weird. I would never do that 12 times in a day.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so you know about how I feel about people's people's obsession with celebrities and celebrity worship, celebrity death, celebrities like needing to know about their favorite sports players and rappers right. and shit like that. Um, y'all also know how I feel about hip hop, right? Yeah. So this death was odd for me because it has me at odds with both of those things, right? So. DMX died and they said originally they said it was a drug thing and now there's rumors coming up that he just he just took the vaccine and y'all know I'm a big conspiracy theorist as well. I am not vaccinated. If you need to know that, I'm not probably not gonna get vaccinated in for an, at least of a year. Maybe two. I need to see what's
1: Well, going. here's the thing too, is I heard people saying that doctors or like, I don't know, press or whatever are saying that people are dying from like from last year, uh, reporting that it's from COVID when it could be like heart attack or yep. old yep. age or stuff like that just also to true. make the press you know, more scary of this thing too, so.
0: I heard, Yeah, um, I heard there were hospitals that were like saying like for six months last year, six months run from like April through, I don't know six months into April, like September maybe? April, May, six. June, July, August, September, October. So like, from like April through October, I heard like the big thing was say that if a motherfucker dies at the hospital, you know you got to say that no motherfucker die from COVID. I heard a lot of different stuff well, about
2: that. There's there's a lot of things because um, even to this day we still don't know the full extent of the coronavirus because it has different variant strains um, to the point where there are now other symptoms that are popping up because there's not a single strain of a coronavirus, so they had to conclude everything as being a coronavirus. Yes, they went a little overboard with certain things, like Muffin coming there with a a car accident wound, and he died because of the pressure of the car accident. Oh, he died from COVID, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, But there was a a lot of complications. (laughs) There was a lot of uh, of complications complications and there still are, which is why I don't honestly recommend the vaccine because it worked for some, it doesn't work for all, and we're seeing a lot more complications because of it. Um, they even had to get rid of one of the vaccine types because it was causing so many side effects. Um, and that's the second one of the three or four I think that they have out now. So that's why I recommend everybody just stay practicing what they're practicing as far as like social distancing and even that is changing because I'm not sure if we're sitting six feet apart or further, Um, but there are so many things that are unknown about this virus because we're still in the learning stages of how to protect ourselves and and what things will go well with as far as like the vaccine or cure, quote unquote. Um,
1: I I feel like they wouldn't pass a vaccine if it wasn't helpful, and, you know, they... Side effects Cigarettes, are going to happen with a lot of food things,
2: that we still have but as we're talking about DMX, there are, tons of things. Tons of <laughs> that things. FDA right. pushed through because, that are not healthy, that are uh, stated as not healthy, that they still let go through.
0: Do you, yeah, Cody? Do you, eat, do you eat? Pop-Tarts, Cody? Do I?
1: Do you, have you have eat? I, I don't currently, but I mean, if they were, I the don't hospital, currently eat food. Yes, I don't know what that. What kind of? Dude, DMX diet. <laughs> wait. We you, oh, no, stop, wait. Talk.
0: Stop. We're, gonna, we, we're, we're definitely going to talk about DMX today. But do you eat Pop-Tarts? I, I answered that. You said not currently, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie. But here's the thing. Anywho. <laughs> anywho. There are so many things in Pop-Tarts, just Pop-Tarts. Just we just talking about just Pop-Tarts that are like hot dogs. I don't know
1: what's in an Oreo, but I'm gonna eat that. That's not the point. <laughs> I never said that Pop-Tarts or hot dogs or Oreos are healthy. No bullshit. I'm about to or eat That eat it they're or- gonna solve anything. <laughs> like what the fuck? It makes me. <laughs> it makes you see me go- eat a well, chicken well, wing well, off the well, floor. Well, Shut up. What you're i saying definitely saying that yo, no wait.
2: Approve vaccines and all types of other things that are not safe. That one, they've been testing on people, especially black people, for the mm-hmm. last five, 10, 20 years. So that's that's mm-hmm. that to say that they wouldn't uh, half a century let but... something out into the into the world uh, mm-hmm. until it's tested or until it's safe is ridiculous. Do you remember it is because
1: <laughs> this is like an actual cure. It's not like they put a warning label on cigarettes and that's not helping anything. You know,
2: no, there's an actual cure for um, a lot of things. Out uh, quote unquote cure. A lot of things out here that they're testing on Africans right now, as we speak. Right, I was going to say people are protesting against because they're killing a lot of Africans. And yes. it's something that's I think you're missing my point. I don't know what you're government. talking about Africans, but okay. They no, I, they, they originally you.
0: wanted to test <laughs> test the the vaccination in Africa, even though Africa as a continent had the lowest rate and percentage of people with COVID. So they, but they wanted to test it in, in Africa. Why would you start there? Start in Europe, where the heavy percentage of people who have it were. Europe got hit worse than any other. In, in Europe and in America, Europe as a continent got hit worse than any other continent.
2: Hey, when you, when you say Europe, I keep thinking you'll be doing that speaker thing. Europe, Europe, Europe you're, you're, you're,
0: you're, you're, you're looking ass, but I say all that to say this. Um, they said DMX, they said DMX died off a drug overdose or from a heart attack. So he was, he was doing drugs and had a heart attack. His family said he wasn't doing drugs that, that night. Last thing he did was take the COVID virus or the COVID vaccine rather. And then he had a heart attack. And then he was in the hospital for six days and then he died. I don't know what's real. Cody, I promise you, I drank um, a lot of water before this episode. So if you hear me doing that, it's not my fault. I'm sorry.
1: I I said tea and honey.
0: (laughs) I had no no tea. I got honey, but I ain't got no tea. I'm lying. Lassie got tea. (laughs) But I I just didn't want I don't like hot liquids. I'm sorry.
1: Oh yeah, fucking Ice tea
2: no. <laughs> Right. That's
0: what I was gonna say. <laughs> would I have worked the same way? Any <laughs> Ice, Ice tea, would you have worked yeah. the same way looking ass nigga? Um yeah. anywho. <laughs> Back to DMX, man. No bullshit, man. I'm glad that they're making me laugh because here's the thing about this particular death, man. Um so as a hip hop fan, right, and it's more my connection to hip hop than celebrity. As a hip-hop fan, y'all know how much I love that genre of music. He, DMX is one of those rappers that came out of the era that I grew up in. So he's in the same class as Jay-Z, Nas, Eminem, Busta Rhymes, Method Man. All from the, 90s, the mid-90s class of rappers that came in. You know what I'm saying? DMX, I know other rappers have died. Alright? I know other people from the 90s have died. You know, shout out, you know, rest in peace, Andre Harrell, who was big for Uptown Records in the late 80s, early 90s. All that shit put on Heavy D. Helped Puffy become Puffy. All of that. Helped Biggie become Biggie because of Puffy and shit. All of that. We've lost other rappers. Something about losing DMX feels weird. I'm not gonna say I'm hurt, but I definitely feel something that's not, it's hard to register with, with the way that I function and the way that I, you know, use my, my own logic and knowledge and, and my whole sense of self self because it's he's the first rapper out of that era, era excuse me, not era, 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 era. right? Era, era. He's the first rapper out of that time period that I grew up listening to looking up to in a way and kind of just like being amazed at their music that died. And this one is different because of that. This one is different because it's like, damn, I wouldn't call him my hero. I wouldn't call DMX my hero. I wouldn't call, he's definitely a hero to people in, of my age range. You know what I'm saying? We were eight, nine Around the house when "Get at Me Dog" and, and rough, "Rough Ride Anthem Anthem" and you know what these bitches want from a nigga, like we were kids inhaling that. You know what I'm saying? At that, especially at like eight, nine, ten, eleven, so like you pre you you preteen, finna get into the teenage years. You like around age ten, give or take two years on either side. you were inhaling a lot more. Like when you're a kid, you you take in a lot of information to learn how the world functions, right? When you're from like eight to like twelve or thirteen, you're taking a lot of shit about. You're taking in a lot of shit that helps form formulate who you may be as an adult. You know what I mean? So from eight, even for me personally, even before eight, you know, what I'm saying from like five, six up until I was like thirteen. I mean, I'm I'm taking in hip hop. Mass amounts, and DMX was one of those people that was important. Like people don't realize about DMX, he was at one point he was bigger than maybe Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Like '98 was I that, saw dig-
1: that he was the first rapper to have his first five uh albums only, uh, only, and the top only,
0: only rapper to have his first five albums debut number one in Billboard. Oh, we are gonna get into some facts for. I just want you to know that. But that was one of the facts I was saving. But Cody, you need to drop it out. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine because we're gonna talk about some DMX shit, man. Um, but we, that's something that's been coming up on Twitter a lot and shit. And that's one of those things where it's like, mo- so people were mad because they were like, you know, the 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 the, the generation Generation Z motherfuckers. You know, f- hey man. If you was born after 1999, bro, fuck you.
1: Because <laughs> it it's you. their fault. That
0: fuck they were you born. because here's the thing. You don't get to get on the internet. First of all, my generation, <laughs> I feel like the old nigga, but fuck that. My generation, the millennials, we created this inner this 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 social media shit. That's our shit. We created Congratulations.
1: It. I invented it myself. Thank,
0: you're you're welcome. Fuck, you know what I'm saying? So we created this social media shit. We made it what it is. You like Drake said uh, when the Toronto was winning. You this around you, we created this. This wasn't here before us on the G. It wasn't. So I'm saying this right now. Don't get on the internet telling us how much we not we not DMX fans. How much we don't care about DMX. How much DMX wasn't yada yada yada. Man, okay, this nigga DMX performed for almost half a million people, or, or half a billion, or half a million. Excuse me, half a million people at Woodstock '99. Crowd was in the 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 high three hundred thousand, damn near four, damn near four hundred thousand people. Okay, don't get to coming on here uh, on the internet telling us about how much we don't love DMX because I'm gonna tell you something right now, bitch. I never stop listening to DMX. You want you want the truth? Um, how's it going down? Which Drake sampled for views? How's it going down? Is is for me personally top ten hip hop songs? Ever,
1: you know, I saw. uh, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was the game or someone else. I forget. But a lot of people, including like I said, uh, like a famous rapper, that said like, you know, he didn't get his just due, or you know, people didn't love him till they died. And if you don't, if you're gonna hold that until I'm dead, like just keep it or something like that. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like he got his just due. It was correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he did.
0: It was Raggedy Ass (laughs) ass Gang. And I, was. I ain't gonna say Ragdick cuz I like Game. I really like Game. Shout out Game for the the doctor's advocate and Jesus peace. But sometimes to be saying shit, bro. We always love DMX. DMX always got loved. That's why I, I feel wanted. like
1: it's like it, it it's just more prominent now obviously like it would be with anybody because they passed. But I mean, it's not like he was slept on or not recognized or people thought he was trash until he died or something like that, you know? Exactly. Thank you, Cody.
2: You know what's you know, funny? Um, yep. Go ahead. As, as much death as we're now seeing more of, um, whether it's due to the virus or to, to other complications, um, I think it's still admirable of us as a people to still celebrate people like we do and not be um Dehumanized and desensitized to um the passing of people, whether they're celebrities or, or people that um, we're closer to um I, I always think that's that's uh, pretty phenomenal that even though we see so much more death and and because we have the technology to see these things and know these things um more so than we we have been able to in the past, that we still take the time to to celebrate people um,
0: I think that's pretty dope still. It's super dope. It's super dope. And it's there's... Really super I think, dope. I think that, you know, for as much as I talk, all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do feel that people who contribute to... People who contribute to the history of the shit that we love, you know... And 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 because of that, contribute to our makeup are important to us. I I just don't. It's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to justify crying. Like I haven't cried over DMX dying. I have felt I have felt moments of hurt though. I have felt moments of like I, I, not even hurt, but just moments of like awkwardness where I'm like, damn, this don't it don't. I'm not gonna say I'm hurt, but it don't feel right that DMX has died so i'm I'm saying that to say I haven't always been right in my assumption of shit. I still stand by what I said about people being too tied up in in celebrities' lives and shit that, things of that nature. but I do think that there could be some connection to a person through their art. there is or through what they do. you know, and so and i I'm willing to say I am always willing to say when I'm wrong, and I think I might be. I'm not I don't I not I don't wanna say completely wrong, but there's some some error in my ways in the way that I think about people and their connection to people who have inspired them. You know what I mean? Because I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't think I would feel as I thought DMX died and be like DMX died, damn on oh, what? You know what I'm saying? Bump a few songs <laughs> and now like and now I'm playing these songs and I'm like, damn, dog. He was so and I feel like because of his story and shit like that. Like, damn, mm-hmm. this is really crazy that this motherfucker was d- this misunderstood. And I'm just, like, analyzing. I feel like I spend a lot more time analyzing him and the shit he went through and all of that. You know what I mean? Like, all of that in, in the last, like, 24 hours, man, it's been a lot. Like, because he I was...
2: Think it, you know, I think it's also going because you know, he 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 died young, you know what I'm saying? He's only fifty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool. like with like Chaz Wilwick and, and with Kobe and, and everybody passing. Uh, no matter how they pass, it's always like, man, it, w- it was way before the time. It doesn't feel like it's real life. Uh, I know, especially when um when Kobe passed, like the outcry from everybody, like, nah, this can this can't be. You know what I'm saying? It is it's kind of that same um same situation or same look. At this whole thing because it's it's, it's really like dog can't, you know, dog can't die. You know what I'm saying? He'd have been through so much. He'd, have, he'd have been in, out of jail um, uh, through his, uh, the drug abuse, um, him turning his life over to Christ. Like, you know, the pictures that they keep putting up with him um, talking about how you take care of plants and things like that. You're just seeing all these different sides to DMX and then um just hearing the news that he just passed when it just seemed like he was doing so well um you know it is it it's, it's doesn't feel like it's it's real life
0: damn yeah this is cra- it's crazy i got man i don't know what it is about dmx that touched so many people but this motherfucker was like real important to people be- like not even just black People were like, white America, like, really fuck with like the Americans. Like, so, like, so Woodstock 99. You, like, it didn't have enemies. Like, Woodstock 99, right? That was really, um, that was really a rock and roll. Rocking, that was really a rock and roll, like, uh, um, festival, right?
1: Uh, the mm-hmm. one in sixty nine, I know was. I
0: don't. No, so ninety nine. No, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm, I'm, just I'm like. I'm confirming. It was definitely a rock and roll, still a rock and roll festival. There were two. There were two.
2: <laughs> is isn't there like a palooza or something like Lollapalooza or Rock Rockpalooza or some something, something like
0: yeah. that? Do? Lala, the do. Lollapalooza is a thing, but I think that that's also at this point very hip hop. Um hip-hop influenced or hip-hop like um heavy type shit like um so there were two hip-hop quote-unquote acts at Woodstock 99 The Roots and DMX do you know how big you gotta fucking be as an individual solo rap act To be including Woodstock 99, you know what I mean? Like the roots are halfway rock in a in a sense, in a sense of they have a full live band and shit shit like that. So his impact or like what he did when he was here, man, was amazing in rap. So I like I don't man d m x is just really extremely extremely amazing, man, when it comes to to what he did, man, when it comes to what he did, when it comes to how he moved and how he impacted people, you know what I'm saying, like that was just he was just his his energy was something different, but even if we are not talking about energy, right? I want to give people. I want to give people some facts, real, real, right, quick. You know what I'm saying? And then, I, and then before we get off the DMX shit, I want y'all to give me y'all. Well, yeah, like y'all favorite DMX song? Maybe y'all some any memories that you. I don't know if y'all have them, but any memories that you might have connected to DMX type shit. Matter of fact, fuck it. Let's reverse. Let's go there first. Cody and Russell. What do y'all remember about DMX? Like, what were y'all? I know we all have certain connections to certain songs and shit like that. But do y'all have a favorite DMX song? And do y'all have any memories and shit to any DMX songs and shit like that? Cody, you start.
1: Um, I feel like I mean, popular ones I hear. You know, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Or uh, party up, <laughs> ex yeah, pray, give it uh, X gonna give it to you. Here, he goes. Here you go. But it, there was like uh, um, I don't know. I remember listening to those very prominently. They were like on the radio a lot, especially when I was on the bus going mm-hmm. to school and stuff. Right, I feel but it. Was like really...
0: I feel it. Russell, what about you, man?
2: <clears throat> I remember, like. The first time really being in traffic. Um, oh, I and I had my first, my first car, I want to say. Um, really listening to. Um, just, just um, clowning with friends and. Uh, um, went to this bar and stuff like that. And, and on the way there, we listened to a couple songs and, you know, stop. drop. Up on up, so. right, right anthem, yes sir. Yeah, niggas hanging outside uh, the window. Was like, oh no, that was like like the first <laughs> real memory I have of, of like really rocking out to a or like, Niggas, what's going on? you know, just being in the car, what? driving to where what? we live. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> um, so it was just so so much energy. Um, that is is one of the. Uh, one of my cherished memories because of where we went to and who I was with and and just the whole experience. So, I would say that's probably has a, a, a permanent place in my heart.
0: Right, right. So, how's it going down? Is as like as I said is mm-hmm. that's like my favorite DMX song. That's really one of my top ten hip hop songs. Like like that's something I was. I listen to that at least once a week. Swear to God, no, no cap, like, like, and y'all can verify this with uh, a, a, a Alexa. <laughs> like y'all, <laughs> y'all can verify this shit, uh, with my significant other, man. Like especially through the pandemic, I would, I play that shit, at least like once twice a week. I always go back to how's it going down. It's um, it's on. It's saved in my library, and it has been for three years on Apple Music. Um. Mind you, I've only had Apple Music since 2016, so what? That's four years, four or five years? So, as soon as I really got to saving music, you know, in that first, like, 2017, it got on there type shit, so. um, But that song, I can't even remember the memories attached. Like, there's so many childhood memories attached to just hearing that song. Um, from, like, playing outside and just, like... Having that song, like, playing out the windows in the house and shit, to playing that song before going to school in the morning, and I was going, like, f- fucking, like, fifth grade and shit, um to, like, just, I don't know, man, it's so many, like, that was just a song that just, no matter what we were doing, I, like, wanted to hear that, you know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what was going on, I wanted yeah. to hear that song, like.
2: You don't necessarily have to have a reason why you like the song. It just resonates with you for some reason. It makes you really want to listen to it and and hear it. There's a song called, um, I think it's called The Drowning by, um, it's called Drowning by The Eden Project that I just love to listen to um, Under the Waves with uh, Pendulum, which I keep trying to, it's just something about the song for you. That draws you back to it, and it just it just creates those those feelings and those emotions that you want to have at that time.
0: Right, for sure, man, for sure. I, you know, for me, for me overall, how's it going? How's it? How's it? <clears throat> how's it going down? All right, how's it going down? Reminds <laughs> me of my childhood,
2: mm-hmm. in
0: in abundance. You know what I'm saying? Like it just sends me back to like. 98, 99, near 2000. Like, in those couple of years, those few years, I listened to this song so much, heard it so much, was just so in tune with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Man, especially the part when he was like, uh, mm. So you going to have to get that just on GP, try to creep me? What? Well, leave that nigga sleepy. Like, that's <laughs> my shit. Like, I don't, I can't, I, I, Honestly, I walk around the house, and I'm gonna 30, be 32, and I walk around the house saying that randomly. Saying that randomly, like, trying to creep me. Wally, that nigga sleepy. Like, it has nothing to do with my day or what's happening around me. I just randomly blurt that out, because it's just something that's embedded, like, in in me. So
1: He's I... brushing his teeth, and what's her name? <laughs> Alexis, like, peeking through, right, <laughs> like, trying to creep me.
0: What? Like, what the fuck are
1: you talking about?
0: <laughs> what? <clears throat> At th- no at this point she knows, but the fir- I think the first time she used was, was like what? what was that where
1: are my dog's at we have a cat right. <laughs> there's a
0: hamster in a cage. please stop asking about the dog um so yeah that that song for me that and then also man, slipping off of flesh in my flesh blood in my blood um that song kind of, like, chronicles DMX is like, struggles with, like, drug abuse and chronicles his struggles with, you know, um, just his, just in general, his struggles type shit, you know what I mean? Like, it really chronicles, like, what the shit the sh- that he went through and him coming, you know, back to be better on the other side of it. And, man, it's like, from that beat to that chorus, you know, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up, you know, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Like, you hear... You can hear that in his like in his tone and his like how he delivers the vocals because you know at DMX and a lot of his shit is like aggressive and this song was aggressive but there was like this undertone of like like pain throughout that entire song. It's just so well you know created, yeah, and. <laughs> that just reminds me. So, I, like, my childhood was in Madison. For those of you who don't know, I was born in Milwaukee, moved to Madison, and was there for six years. From, like, ages ages four to 10, I was in Madison. So, like, my like being a kid, I was in Madison, Madison Wisconsin. And that song reminds me of Madison, like, so much. The Badgers. Like, you know, I'm slipping. Like, I can sing that, and I just think about, like, Shout Out Fitchburg, and, like, Ally Drive, and, like, all this different, <laughs> different shit that existed I'm just like damn that shit crazy like we
1: I saw something about how like how he <clears throat> I mean he really did like open up with his feelings or talk about his like traumas and struggles and stuff like that and no one even tried to or tested his like masculinity or anything like that to take away and like knew like I don't know how strong and stuff he went through and it tells you that what he was talking about, you know. Um, did you guys see the video I put on the group chat of uh, him talking about how he got tricked into crack?
0: Yes, it is. And I've heard that story. I've read I've read his autobiography, by that the way. Was,
1: oh, you did? I didn't um, know that story. That was really sad.
0: Yeah, so I've, I've seen that, heard that many, many times. And every time I see him tell, talk about it, he gets really sad about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He gets really rightfully so, I get it, but it's yeah, it's he's very emotional when it's it, yeah.
0: Like even when he's when he talks about that or he talks about his mother and wanting to be close to his mom, it's like it's heartbreaking, like how that affected him. Even crazy, you know, I was driving today this morning, I'm driving back from O'Hare. I had to drop a friend off this morning and I was listening to um um, what is it? They don't know. They're They're be? Off the Great Depression. I don't. They don't know. I think this is what the song is called. And he was talking. He has this line basically where he and I'm paraphrasing, basically says, My mother, my father, I hate him. I love him. Um, he basically says, Thank you, know. I, you know, sometimes I wish I didn't have him, or, but thank God that I have him or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It was just like real, like he's like really hurt by his upbringing and. The shit that was around him, and rightfully so, you know what I'm saying? Because a mm-hmm. kid shouldn't have to go through that much, that much shit. But I feel like that created who we know, you know, the Earl Simmons, aka DMX, that we know. You know what I mean? Like, um, so it's just so it's so painful to see a motherfucker like have to go through all of that. Um Yeah. So I got a couple of DMX. I originally I found a tweet that gave me all of his. um all of his first week album sales. Hold on. We talked a little bit about DMX. Um, you know his effect on his effect on rap and things of that nature. I want to start off by saying this: um, DMX was at one point. So okay. So if you didn't read the biography, or you didn't, or you don't keep up with hip hop history, right? DMX actually single handedly saved Def Jam, right? Def Jam was about to go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit was going on in Def Jam. They got saved. they kind of they were they were on a decline in the early nineties because of what was going on in the West Coast. And then they signed Warren G. Because Dr. Dre told him to go do his own thing. He didn't want to sign him to Death Row, which was you know kind of hot to me. But anywho, that's his stepbrother. So, but, but anywho, so Warren G. went to sign with Def Jam. They dropped um Warren G's first album that had regulator on there. I think it was called the Regulator, the G Funk era. Um and that, you know, sold like three million copies. So it brought Def Jam back for a bit. Yeah, Def Jam had acts. They Def Jam ended up signing Jay Z and things of that nature. They had Method Man, they had, you know, Red Man. Um So Def Jam was doing moderate numbers, but the thing is they were Really, you know, they were still on the verge of bankruptcy, right? And so they signed DMX. And in 98, he drops two albums in the same calendar month, or in the same calendar year. Um, so, his first album, he's, so first of all, I would like to let y'all know, he is the only, not the first, but the only rapper to have his first five albums be number one debuts. Okay? People keep getting on the internet. They keep, they keep confusing this with other people. He's the first rapper. The only rapper. He's both. He's not just the first. He's the, he's the only rapper to have the first five albums debut at number one. Drake didn't do it because his first album didn't debut at number one. Eminem didn't do it. His first album did not debut at number one. Jay-Z did not do that. Nas did not do that. Okay. So he's the only, Kanye did not do that, only rapper, first five albums, debut at number one. Right. Um, so he brought Def Jam back in 98 with his first two albums, which were um, It's Dark and Hell is Hot and Flesh in My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. He brought them back from bankruptcy. Okay? We just gonna real quick hit y'all niggas with, you know what I'm saying? First week album sales, because I would like y'all for y'all to really understand. Um, So in 1998, he dropped It's Dark and Hell is Hot. So 251,000 copies first week, debuted at number one. It was the 10th biggest um, debut, or 10th biggest first week sales that year. Okay? Flesh in My Flesh, Blood of My Blood debuted... He sells 670,000 copies. The only other, the only part he was second, that was the second biggest um, first week sales of 98. The only other person that sold more than him was the Beastie Boys with Hello Nasty at 681. So they beat him by 11,000 11, copies. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Mind you, this is his debut year. He sold more records first week than Snoop Dogg's um, the Game Is To Be told, Sold, Not Told. Masterpiece, MP The Last Don. Um, Lauren Hill's Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Method Man's uh, Tactical 2000 or t- Tactical. <laughs> Takao 2000. I said Tactical. I said Majin. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> Takao 2000, Judgment Day. Mystical, Ghetto Fabulous. Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, and Silk the Shock uh, Charges to the Game. I would also like to say this. In 98... Ninety nine, DMX was as big or bigger than than Jay Z. Okay, DMX was as big or bigger than Jay Z. Um, and then in nineteen ninety nine, biggest first week sales of, of uh any hip hop album that year. Then there was X debuted with six hundred and ninety. 8,000. Damn, damn near 700,000 copies sold first week. That's more than Dr. J 2001, which sold 516. That was number two. Biggie's Born Again album sold 485,000. I Am sold 470,000. Jay-Z at number five. <laughs> Look who's above him. Jay-Z at number five sold 462 with uh volume three. Still I Rise, Tupac and the Outlaws up there at 408. The G-Code by Juvenile, so 290, that's number seven. Number eight, some Shady LP, debuted at, with uh, 283,000. Met the Man and Red Man, 200, a black album, 254. And then Silk the Shocker, um, 240. This So I just named Dr. Dre, Eminem, Jay-Z, Juvenile, Met the Man, Red Man. I named Nas, Big, all of these motherfuckers. Didn't do the numbers first week like Dmx did, okay? I just 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 to put some some shit into perspective for my fuckers. All right, so the Great Depression, his fourth album, came out in 01, October 23. Um, it debuted with 440,000 copies. Okay, then you have his album Grand Champ that came out in 2003 that had get on the floor with a hood at all down there. Um, that debuted with 312,000 copies, still came out number one in 03. Okay. There was, a t- there was a time where DMX was damn near the biggest rapper. Mm-hmm. Period. His first album, Dark and Hell Hot, sold 4,800,000 copies total. Mm-hmm. Certified four, four times platinum. Damn near five times. It wasn't certified, but it's damn near, damn near sold 5 million. Flesh in My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, that sold 350,000. Certified three times platinum. Or... Man. Certified three times platinum. Then there was X. That sold 4,900,000 copies. So that's damn near. That's certified five times platinum. The Great Depression. That sold uh, sold 1,862,000 copies. Certified platinum. The Grand Chant. So, 1,204,000 copies certified platinum. He went to Columbia Records in 06. That was his first, his sixth album. First one with Columbia, and they ended up selling going Gold. So.
2: to you stay where he was? Yes, we understand.
0: So, it. I just I say a lot of this shit just to say Dmx was like doing numbers in June of 2014 he became the fifth best selling rap or hip hop artist of the Nelson SoundScan era which started in 91 with sales of 23.3 million albums not records because records is over that just albums he sold 23. million. Think about that, man. DMX hadn't dropped an album from '06 to 2012, and even the one he dropped in 2012, The Undisputed, it wasn't really doing numbers (laughs) like that. So, and even, dude, even Year of the Dog debuted number two on Billboard. So he never, he never, until towards the end of his career, he really never debuted out of, he was always number one or two. Like, well, it wasn't until 2012, which is what? 14 years after he his, his first album that he debuted at 19. And that's 14 years to be a rapper and have that kind of run. You know, motherfuckers were saying that Motherfuckers was on the internet saying that we didn't show DMX love. DMX didn't really have no fans. Are you a lunatic? Yeah, they are. Are you a fucking lunatic? You you have to be a lunatic to say some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? hmm So that really just never set well with me how people were coming out on his ass or on our ass for being <laughs> DMX fans since childhood. I saw a girl that said I was 8 9 and that he, that was, he was a staple in my household, and I've been a fan ever since. That way. That's the tweet.
2: Right.
0: I, was, I was eight or nine, and he, we started hearing him then, and we've been a fan ever since. Don't come here talking about how we hated DMX or this. That they're like, bro, this man did amazing shit. This man did amazing shit his whole fucking career, dude. Like, in yeah. all, in all honesty, dude. And that's...
2: This whole career.
0: So this was about celebrating DMX and how great he was and just letting y'all know that this motherfucker was way bigger than y'all really can fathom. You know what I'm saying? Like, this motherfucker was that guy for a long, for a good, we had like a solid five-year run. You know what I'm saying? Like, a solid five-year run. So I don't really, there, there are moments in, people who you know affect hip hop in certain ways and man dmx was really selling records like he was really a force in rap so mm-hmm. y'all need to respect that I think we need we all need to like pay homage and just if you're a fan of the hip hop shit you know um just 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 be aware of what he did for the for rap and hip hop and people who you know people who are a part of it and I would like to leave you guys with this leave you guys this last thing. So, DMX's Twitter is one of (laughs) I didn't even know DMX had a Twitter that he was tweeting. But in 2014, in early early earlier Twitter years, he was really a funny a funny guy. And this man in 2014, he tweeted. I'm gonna leave you with this just as just just as a funny to remember how how funny this motherfucker was. He said, "Hey yo, seriously." Who named them jet skis instead of boulder cycles? Damn nigga, you fucked up. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. DMX, uh, Earl Simmons. You will be missed by the world of music and hip-hop lovers worldwide. So,
1: Man, I didn't know that tweet was like originated by him because I feel like that took off into a lot of other things. Like, who named <laughs> it this instead of that? So, DMX originated... One of the earliest memes.
0: When, <laughs> <laughs> apart from DnD, DMX. Now it's time for Russell Prospective. Where's Russell Prospective? Russell What? what? What so Look at that.
1: I just finished doing the dishes. Oh yeah.
0: This is brussel pricy, nigga.
1: <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> oh, no. I did not say that. Cody, <laughs> wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Still not affiliated with that.
0: (laughs) Cody, go and clean those utensils.
1: (laughs) I will allow
2: me saying that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, first things first. Get this shout-out out out of the way. Um, Today's shout-out ironically goes to um, Alice's Garden at com, And that's alicesgardennk ecom This is a really interesting organization as they teach you um, about regenerative uh, farming methods as well as embracing the talents or lack thereof that people have uh, regarding um, gardening and who wish to flex their agricultural muscles. Um, So it was really interesting that this kind of popped up Um, on my news feed on Facebook um, when this whole uh, uh, um, passing of DMX uh, information was being circulated around um, Facebook. So I thought it was really interesting. And I I thought that would be the best shout out to give today um, as he was himself um Someone who took care of plants and and like liked taking care of plants because of their therapeutic value and and the things that he kind of guarded for them as far as like wisdom and and the life lessons so again that's um alice's garden a l i c e s g a r d e n n k e dot com um, for those those lessons and whatnot um, too why that's for botany <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Now last week we discussed uh, being defensive what can cause one to be defensive some ways to help change our thinking both about why we may get defensive and also how to know when to defend and when to ignore or ask questions for clarification to prevent misunderstanding. Um, With that being said um, let's talk about taking things personally. Um, First uh, taking things personally can in fact inspire us to defend ourselves when there's nothing really that needs to be defended or that we don't need to be defended from, um, one factor that can cause us to take things in the wrong way, pause, um, is due to us <laughs> being perfectionistic or even um, this term I found online being a social perfectionist. Um, I thought that was an interesting term um, as it relates to. Um, <clears throat> excuse me.
1: You should have some tea. It's it's
2: it's it's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. Uh, but uh, it, it always happens when I start talking a lot, which is is, is annoying. Um,
1: <laughs> what, you talking a lot? <laughs> I,
2: mean, I, I don't usually don't talk a lot. I don't like talking. Um, but <laughs> there's nothing wrong with wanting things done or handled in a specific way or in a manner with which we always do or handle things. Um, but focusing on the method and not the end goal can sometimes stunt the growth of any project or other instance where development needs to take place. Um, We seek to be perfect um, either within ourselves or in other eyes, and it can cause increased self-worry, self-doubt, preventing us from being present, aware, and engaged with the person or activity. Um, Therefore, we work ourselves up due to the fact that we are constantly worried about the impression we give off um, or the outcome um, being attached to outcomes. Um, so to combat this delusion for lack of a better word, um, recognizing and embracing our mistakes and faults, realizing that everyone makes mistakes, everyone has weaknesses or things that themselves or things about themselves that they may not like is <laughs> perfectly normal and that's that's perfectly fine um, to be. Uh, oxymoronic in using, um, the word perfect. Um, it is perfectly fine to be flawed as we all are unique and, um, it's, it's, you know, we strive for perfection in certain things, um, which just, um, is about our proficiency in those things, which is why I like to say practice makes proficient, not practice makes perfect, because, even at those high levels of, you know, either competitions or or performances or things of that nature, things may go wrong, things may be flawed, things may not always go perfectly Sometimes they do um, to our knowledge because we can't see everything all at once, but it's okay with with things um, falling apart and and being flawed and not being perfect. It seems like we're all dying today. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. Oh, ah, rebel, rebel. The COVID episode. Yeah. Walking dead.
2: <laughs> right. So let's focus on what we can or cannot do can aid us in being less concerned about what people think and less likely to take things with like the assumption that whatever this is, it's all about me or it's all regarding me.
0: Fair enough.
2: Like, we all on the same
1: page so far. Say no. Uh, have... <laughs> yes.
0: No, okay. I just no. Inter- right. No, you know it's crazy. I um, I like one thing that I've been trying to do in my in uh, recent times really is listen, listen for understanding, because mm-hmm. I like because I don't even this past Saturday, like you know, so Saturday we had the last Saturday we recorded the episode and we were talking about like allowing people room to grow, just like you not. Pigeonholing some uh, pigeonholing somebody into like, um, their past and like allowing people to grow and things of that nature because things might change and I you know we could go from liking a Rubik's cube to liking a perfect rectangle and it's, like or just a rectangle like liking a Rubik's cube or uh, excuse me liking a trapezoid to liking a rectangle. You can make me like to straighten out your lines, or whatever the fuck. And I was always like, well, you told me you like trapezoids, so don't, don't don't move that because that's going gonna be you know what I'm saying. And I did mm-hmm. go, and I did, like I said last week, I did go and apologize to my girlfriend, and we had a good day, really good day, based off just that apology and us talking about what we talked about on the pod. And then Sunday, yeah. um, no. and then Sunday, we kind of had a yelling match over it, something really minor, whatever the fuck, you know, how it goes. You know, how, if you're in relationships, you know Was how this Was it goes. a fingernail? No, it wasn't a mm-hmm. fingernail, though I should have brought that up in the middle of the argument. You left a fingernail <laughs> on the goddamn... Um, I wouldn't have yelled me.
1: at you and hit you if you didn't leave your fingernail. Wait, what? Wait, yell yelling? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Really? Hey, I didn't hypothetically do it. You hypothetically did it. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, like,
0: I we had a little yelling match. And then we came in the, towards later Ooh. in the day and then we talked about it, of course.
1: Oh.
0: And, and, no, but not, I. I mean, sir. Cody! <laughs> God damn it. So we came to each other. Oh, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> We uh we at, had, a, had a moment where we sat down and we talked, and then we talked about it. And then and, and I wanted to make sure that during that conversation, I was listening to understand it. and not, you know, a lot of times when you argue with somebody or you're trying to work something out, you're listening to talk. You're, mm-hmm. you're waiting on the finish so you can talk. And I really wanted to make sure I was hearing her during that conversation because I'm like, we are this many years, we shouldn't be yelling at each other. Why are we yelling at each other? Especially after we had such a good ass day the day before, you know, right. Right. What the fuck are we? You know what I mean? Like, who the right. fuck? What the fuck are we doing?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I definitely understand. Um, a few of my past relationships have taught me that. Uh, to kind of gauge where I'm at as far as the conversation is to repeat it back to them and see if this is what they meant by what they said so that we all have the same understanding. Um, So uh, that's what I try to do um, to make sure I'm listening so that I could repeat back what they've said just to, like I said, make sure everybody's on the same page so that we can move forward to the next topic if necessary or to really get into the current topic that that we're talking about. So um, being able to say stuff like, okay, so I, uh, this is what I heard you say. Um, is this the way you meant it? Because that's how I, I, I understood it. But for them to be able to go, either, no, you know, I was trying to say this, 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 and this, 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 to which it's a, uh, a continued process so that they know I'm, I'm actively trying to understand what they're saying. Or um, the best case scenario, yes, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say and so, and such and such. such, 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 such. So that it it um, establishes a better communicated connection.
0: For sure, for sure, and and I it's so it's so important that you make sure that you're doing that you are understanding what they're trying to because you know we are so stuck in our ways as people, mm-hmm. not just male or female, whatever. We're so stuck in our ways mm-hmm. of like, no, I was right at this moment, and you shouldn't have done that to me. Right. right. And the but as soon as something happens in the conversation, there's two sides. You're mm-hmm. Whether she said one or he said one thing that like hurts you, (laughs) you are giving them back a response that might be just as bad or whatever the fuck. So it's like you're not saying and in the midst of the conversation, you're not saying that hurt me, so now I'm gonna go in this direction. You're just going in that direction. So you're both gonna say some hurtful things and I just I just think that understanding in the conversation, like you said, man, like really repeating the back is this what you meant. You know, before before reacting might be better, man, so I agree 100%. I
2: I can't remember who said this to me, but um, one of them, uh, one one of the things they said was that um, there's three sides to any story uh, and that our personal uh, perspective... Oh, no, our personal uh, view of the truth is reflective of our perspective. Um, So that is somebody's phone underwater? Like...
1: Oh, you can hear it. Sorry, I'm running the coffee pot. Oh, yeah. I heard there.
0: that. I heard the shit, and I was like, "Um, it's not me. I'm not doing that." But maybe something going on. I'm like, something's going on I'm on bit. the other side of the world. I have nothing to do with that, so I feel it. There's
1: my stomach. No, I'm just all right,
2: exactly. Uh, okay. Um, so Slaves the do be thing hungry. about it is, there's three. So they said there's three sides. You know, um, your side, their side, and the truth. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and how. We, you know, even our memory is like a mirror image of what we thought we remembered at that time, influenced by emotions and, and some other things. <laughs> I remembered I was right. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and so by breaking down the, the way we com- uh, converse and the way we communicate, um, it allows us for that, that closer connection. Um, as far as communication goes. Um, Changing the way one thinks is not an easy task, especially when the behavior and thought pattern has been active for us for quite a long time. We're kind of set in our ways in that way. And so as something takes time to build up, of course, it takes time to break down. Um, And that's something that we don't uh, honestly allow ourselves in everything. Um, We allow ourselves to do it in certain things as far as like learning a skill or um, 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 being more healthy um, um, or um, like learning to deal with money and and things of that nature. But as far as like changing the way we think um, for the better, we don't always allow ourselves that same patience in that same time frame to do things like that. Um, I remember um, just a couple of years ago, it was really hard-pressed for everyone to be um, married at 21 and have a family by 25 and have yeah. a career by this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This set way of, of thinking... to where a lot of people fell by the wayside of it because they thought, well, I must not be normal because I'm not following this way or I can't seem to find somebody to connect with da-da-da-da, when it's all relative, It's all based on your own experience. It's all based on your own progression. And you should be um, free and content and patient with yourself in order to achieve those things that you want Uh, because they may not come easy, um, or if they come easy, they may not be what you want. Um, so allowing yourself time to just be um, happy and to learn yourself and to better understand yourself um, and to direct yourself in the way that you want to be and want to go, you may find that that's not where you want to go and that's not where you want to be. And you may stumble upon someone who's in the same um, area of their journey who wishes to share that with
1: you. Yeah, I don't know if I've, I might've said this before, that Ram Dass in one of his books says something about like, you can't. Uh, like, peel the skin off a snake, it sheds on its own.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, it also reminds me of that that one they talk about with school that you can't judge a fish by its ability mm-hmm. to climb trees. I'm
0: still mad um, about that, but
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: she's like, No, I that mean, it that is what it is. That's how that it. <laughs>
2: right. So, um, learning yourself, and um, it's it's interesting, like, you know, um, with. Uh, University of Phoenix when I was going through these different general education classes I was like what the hell is this why is this what's the point of all this and they're probably the classes that I reference more than the uh, the uh, major classes that I need for my career uh, because they're they're really just um, life applicable skills um, things that that most people probably don't even know that they're doing or utilizing or they don't have knowledge of and these could be so beneficial to them um because being fair-minded is such a (laughs) eye-opener pun intended um (laughs) to where you you stop being closed off to things that can change your way of thinking um that that shocks your core values to where you're like you know what i've held this in high regard for a long time but why have I held it for so long? Um, how does this benefit me? How does this make me a better person? How does this get me to where I, I need and want to go? And it also gives you the opportunity to learn more and to fortify your foundational thinking. So, you know, it's funny that the, the least classes that I, that I thought were least important seem to be most important just for daily life.
0: and and it's crazy because when I was in college I did the same shit like I started in college for video game design and ended up in college for Mm -hmm. communication (laughs) because I realized that like my whole the thing I did well was tell stories or communicate or give information to other people Mm -hmm. um and my communicate the the communications department director I think um (laughs) she like had me an oral speech It's my second year she had me in oral speech and she was like well first thing we're gonna do she put me to the side she said well the first thing we're gonna do with you we're gonna change your major (laughs) and I was like excuse me she said yeah we're gonna change your major to communication you're gonna come over here and play with us and I was like lady you're not what and then the next thing I know I'm working towards a communications degree because she was fucking right and it's like you gotta you gotta take those things that you don't think you need that's the mm-hmm. one thing about, uh, of, of, of even though I think college is a scam in terms of how much they charge and things of that nature, the one thing yeah. good about college is that they force some shit on you and you're like, I never thought about it. Like sociology, mm-hmm. those ethics, those types of classes, mm-hmm. where I can really debate other people and be like, yo, like, what, like, why do you feel like this is okay or this is a thing or whatever the like. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. uh, It was philosophy for me. Fli- I was like, yep. I don't, am I here? What am I here for? Yep. And yep. then that was like the main point of the class. Why are we here? Where it was English here? 101 for me. <laughs> <Yep>. English
1: 101? <laughs> Why do I talk? Like
0: what do I speak?
2: Um, um, it's funny because there's people, you know, um, even my experience with uh, my um, advisor as far as like my career advisor Meyer. right now. <laughs> Meyer, yeah. Um, um with with my experience with uh, my career advisor. Um just going over the resume piece, I, you know, I, I read my resume. I'm like, oh, you know, I got it, you know, I I, I looked up everything, i I read everything. Blah, blah, blah. I got this, you know what I'm saying? I handed it to her, and he's like, yeah, let, you let me look, up, look this over, and I'll get it back to you, and then we'll go from there. And so I handed him this, you know, it was like maybe two pages, a page and a half, not not something uh, uh, all that impressive as far as, like, length, um, whatnot, pause. Um... And I thought I did a great job. You know, it was really streamlined and had all my, my, you know, my stuff there. And so he sent it back to me like a couple days later and I could not recognize it. I was like, yo, <laughs> I see why you have your job. Yo, this is, this is crazy. Like I never <laughs> would have this. like, it's much better, much more streamlined, much more um in your face as far as like, what are the major points here? What I'm looking for, what I can offer and everything was in um, a much better order than what I had put it in, and I'm like, this is crazy. Like, even doing my own research, um, going online to see examples, uh, YouTube, all this stuff, and and putting all this information in t- together, seeing a professional from what you know what their job is doing, how they rearranged everything, and how it fits towards the job market, just really. Shape my thinking like, yo, this is crazy. This is why they put people in the positions that there are because they have the experience and they know how to guide those who come to them to the proper place. As you said, with your your teacher, she's like, yeah, we're going to pull you over here because she saw something in you that spoke communication to her and she was like, you would do well here.
0: Right, yep. And it's sure. something
2: you weren't even looking
0: for, right? I was not, bro. I'm like, I'm like video games. That's it. And then I started seeing how much work. You know, it's crazy. I started taking those classes and seeing how much work it was going to be with that. And I'm like, to be mm-hmm. a good game, my whole shit to get into video games was because I wanted to create the story storyline mm-hmm. and all of that. I wanted to tell the story through video games, which is my favorite medium. Mm-hmm. And I said, as I started to take those classes, I'm like, man, I got to get good at because in order to be a good lead designer, you got to be able to give your pieces to the different teams and let them go with it. So I got to be able to do a little drawing. I got to be able to do a little programming just enough, just enough where I can develop the game and be like, "Okay, well y'all go over here and y'all do what y'all do with it from the little piece that I showed you. And then you in this area, y'all go over here and you do this with the little piece of programming that I showed you. I'm going to give you a little like a little, you know, template, but y'all go from here and be like, "Okay, he wanted to make sure that when you jump off the walls and shit, boom, like there's like there's a pop, you know what I'm saying?" Those types of things, <laughs> right. I'm like, I didn't sign up for that because I need to know math and drawing. Right. I left high school. T S was my math guy. So I'm I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time for math. My I tell stories and I talk. That's my whole shit. That's why I rap this all that shit. So I'm like, I wanted to just tell stories through video games. Um and when she saw me talking in, in oral speech and shit, she was like, Yeah, nah, 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 bruh. You is in the wrong major. You supposed to be doing over here, fucking with us. You supposed to be over here in this in this part of the campus and shit. I'm like, I guess, what like so. But she changed my life though, and I, you know, shout out to her. I got internships and shit. It, my whole shit changed because of her doing that. So they definitely put mm-hmm. people in places that they need them to be for the students, you know.
2: Right.
0: That's the one. Of, that's one of the positives about higher education, as opposed to the other shit that I goes better. on.
2: I mean, we live in, you know, the land of the free um, where everything is taxed. So, I mean, <laughs> it's no, it's no um, surprise that um, the one thing that is necessary for people to be uh, successful in certain careers and, and whatnot is the most expensive Um for our country, um, and of course, that's just for our country, as other countries have made education free uh, because they see the benefit in providing free education uh, to people to get them into the positions where they can start making money and, and um, support the, um, the country, the continent, whatever, um, in other ways. But we here in the, the land of the greed, um, home of the, home of rape, Oh um, yeah, my Indeed, the slave—whatever you want to call it—we, um, <laughs> we, we justify, or we, we, we see value in um, Big. power and riches, um, and we set that class line there for a reason.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah.
2: So, the one last thing I want to talk about um, regarding. Um, taking things personally, is negative self-talk. Now, this isn't the last thing I have to say about this, but I don't want to go too long, and we can always continue this um, in the next one. Um, But negative self-talk is another key element to taking things personally, um, and that is a mindset that needs to be changed. While some of us may joke about and perform some minor self-deprecating humorous antics and jokes, um, there is a line that separates humor from the truth. Being aware of your faults and acknowledging them is not necessarily the same as joking about them because even in those jokes, there may be underlying hurt, uh, memories which fuel our insecurities and um, negative self-imagery that we're dealing with um, in the form of humor um, that may not be aiding in us dealing with it. It just may be gloss glossing over it. Um, Some may view it as humbling oneself as to not get too puffed up, but there should be a degree of pride and confidence that we have about ourselves um, that we should be able to display. Um, It's good to not be too puffed up as that can lead to different uh, detrimental (laughs) outcomes, Um, but there should be a level of confidence. And, and uh, a level of pride in what we can do and who we are that keeps us away from being too personally invested in things to where we take things personally and it's a negative outcome because of that.
1: I was going to say pride, good arrogance, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that because um, I'm better than you.
2: I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Nobody, you look may at the, be. <laughs> no,
1: look oh. at the group. Look at the group chat
2: though. yeah yeah Yeah. that's very good Um, as you know as we always say in this you know words have power words carry meaning Um, they invoke uh, or they're they're products of thought and they invoke action Um, so the words we use the words we take time to think about and to um, develop in ourselves to express outwardly There is a a chemical reaction, there's a chain reaction, there's a um, spiritual reaction, there's a mental reaction, an emotional reaction that happens inside of us that we share with the world. And what are we sharing with the world? What are we sharing within ourselves? Um, That's something that we should um, be cognizant of and be very aware of um, in order to not perpetuate those detrimental actions and and thoughts. um, Because... We honestly are killing ourselves daily, and unbeknownst to us, probably killing other people as well. Um, a kind word turns away wrath. I think that's um, in Proverbs, uh, in the Bible. Um, there are there's there, there's things that we can do within ourselves to promote positivity and um, to defeat that negative talk. Um, sometimes you have to depersonalize uh, yeah sometimes you do have to depersonalize yourself from things in order to separate yourself from the situation and see things from a different perspective. Uh, but that does not mean that there aren't some things that you shouldn't take personally. And when I when I say that I mean being personally invested to figuring out what is actually uh, being said. Um, is what they're saying all true in regards to the conversation in regards to you? um, Or is it just a jab to show superiority? Is the person trying to help or hurt? Does being right here make anything change? Why are we so personally invested in this current situation or conversation? Does it stem from something in the past that keeps recurring? Um, There are a lot of things to be considered before responding um, whether verbal or physical or even taking this information in um, to mull over because that can cause us to fester. Um, In cases where it's not feasible to engage that's where we should be working on a depersonalization uh, to pull away and to really see what's being said um, without uh, uh, providing an attachment to it first.
1: For those that are not on the group chat. Uh, It says, Bruce Lee said, don't speak negatively about yourself. Even as a joke, your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. Um, It also reminds me of a quote I've heard about. Like, uh, It has been proven that if you talk... Kindly to plants, it will help them grow. Just imagine what would happen if you talked kindly to humans. Like damn,
2: uh, yeah, and they've done that. Those studies with um with uh babies too, where they've shown babies um, are humans, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, the babies are humans,
2: man. Like, what I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> saying they've done that same not barbecue okay, experiment <laughs> with that you're talking about with plants with, with babies. Um, they they published um, a few different videos about how um. The way you speak, your tone, um, whether you're cold or hot, quote unquote, cold or warm, um, towards a baby, um, really affects how they grow, um, or if they grow. Um, in some morbid cases, because people are weird. Um, <laughs> and and it's it is, and it's and it's it is phenomenal the the, the um, effect and the power that words have. Um, but um, just, just as a closing, um, I just want to say that at all times, you know, there there must be that balance is what we should be aiming for with these two concepts, um, being defensive and taking things personally. We must maintain that line to prevent us from being overly sensitive and confusing the issue for our own issues. Um, it may not be about us, but in those situations where we aren't sure, the best course of action is always to simply ask for, correct, uh, for, for clarity, excuse me, um, ask ask, ask, and ask again um, because there's nothing wrong with asking to to be clear because you want to uh, maintain that level of communication and connection so that there are no misunderstandings, there are no um, assumptions, so be sure, be confident, be open, be fair.
0: For sure, for sure.
1: Moment of and clarity.
2: Yeah, and since Mulan ain't here, uh, what you got? I'm
0: right, Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> dog, <laughs> dog called him Mulan.
1: oh, not <laughs> me, got it, because he's stop Asian. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> hey,
0: that's
1: so funny. <laughs> I'll hey. make a man out of you, or look <laughs> <Dog. laughs> at that one driver distracted by self-help book plows I'll make into. Make
2: a snack out of <laughs>
1: There's a cricket in there. All right. Uh, Taco I sent plugs. this to T.S. on Tuesday, and it, just, again, the headline, because T.S. is not here, <laughs> it says, Driver Distracted by Self-Help Book Plows into Driveway Striking Homeowner, and I said, there's an evil got transition pun in here somewhere, LOL. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, that's that's going to be your story. That's if you want fun. elaboration, you should ask the man who cliff notes it.
0: <laughs> and that has been episode
1: ninety eight. Everybody. Him, him. The average cat can jump five times as high as its tail is long.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Cats, cats watch are different.
0: Watch out for tigers. That <laughs> has been episode ninety eight for you motherfuckers that
2: fuck with
0: I am uh, Room McCoy, aka Mr. What to Do, aka God. You can find me at Room K P Z on Twitter. Cody.
1: I am sick of this shit. Russ, I'm just kidding Hi, I'm
0: Cody (laughs) What (laughs) the fuck is wrong with that? Russell, what's your name, bro?
2: (laughs) You just said it (laughs) right, um, the barman (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 You heard it before
0: You know you heard it before We talked about this shit early. He said you are gonna find him when you gonna find him
2: you can find me. You can find me. And <laughs> In
0: all seriousness, though, on that note, <laughs> Gat!